Around Comics, episode 408, where we talk about comics and other stuff. Probably, we'll see. Who knows? Who knows? Why am Who I? Knows what I feel like I got. Why are you doing over. your face exercises? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Peace, man. Little peacemaker. Idiot. He's crying. He's crying. You asshole. I uh, I really want a vigilante spinoff. I don't know. I mean, obviously you can because James a Gunn was shot. able to do. Yeah. Something I don't know. Give me a vigilante movie, uh, whatever, whatever it may be. The 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 uh, origin vigilante origin story, yeah. I, whatever. I, I don't care. It's not going to be a happy anything. story. It's <laughs> probably not. not What's happening, fellas? Story. Not much. Uh, hey, bud. Good. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday to you. Happy. Yeah, it's Tuesday. We're at, we're on. Uh, yeah, we're a little ahead of schedule. <laughs> Show the magic, the, yeah, the, the magic the, of yeah. the theater of the mind. Theater. Sorry. Just let him so, yes. The curtain, man. Yeah. Man, Wednesday was terrible. I'm I'm glad it's Thursday. Almost Friday now. Shocking. It's the events of Wednesday. I'm surprised. If, if there's us. like huge news or something that happens on Wednesday, yeah. can um, you believe you know, what happened Russia. Wednesday? Who died? Did you know? <laughs> PJ O'Rourke died today. I saw. I I saw that. And uh, who's the the director? um, Oh, Ivan Reitman died. Yeah, yeah. 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 So they die in three. So who's uh, who's in your death pool? Who's next? Um, let's see. Uh, Betty White. Celebrating death. One of um. Uh, uh, Hank uh, Stram is he still alive? No, he's probably yeah, dead. Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> you know, he was a kleptomaniac. Have you ever heard those? Have you heard those? We've ta- we've talked. Yes, we've talked multiple times on the podcast about Hank Stram being a kleptomaniac. Why does Hank Stram come up so much on this podcast? He's just one of those interesting guys. I don't know. So he exactly. induces me to tell the the kleptomania the Hank story. Kleptomania. Yeah. The, you the uh, alleged. Alleged, the alleged. You, know, you should you should <laughs> say we don't know for sure do we pretty sure it's the rumor and innuendo yeah. um it's a, it's a great story uh yeah did you guys uh, enjoy the super bowl did you did you have fun super bowling it did you watch the super bowl anyone i did one second yeah. no i didn't watch a second of it oh, didn't he was in the cur- too much hot curling action well Olympic curling. He's like sitting there, like uh, you know, uh, he's sitting there with like all the monitors up all around him, like he's in the back cave, just like monitoring. <laughs> There's usually two. <laughs> it's a, that's the beauty of 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 white, not just like big time sport, but niche sports is yeah. with the internet now, and as much ad revenue as networks pull from any kind of sport, and you can. I can, yeah, I can watch tons of curling matches. It's awesome. Yeah. 
I saw curlers. Cur- are- oh, go ahead, Tom. Do curlers ever get in trouble for performance-enhancing drugs? <laughs> yeah. Uh, funny you say that. Weed? came up uh, today. Uh, no, uh, the right of it's obviously uh, the Russians uh, had, I think, two curlers that uh, uh, that failed PED test. Why? I mean, what? And, and not. I'm not even making fun of it. I'm not joking no, say, about say it. Like a, what? A, what would like a, steroids a, for a, a stamina player? It. For a front end player, because they're playing ten ends and sometimes two games in a day, especially in a tournament tournament like this, it is a grueling sport for the first two players. The sweeping is it takes. I mean, it's if you ever is it maybe EPO them, like is it doping, blood doping, EPO, old school I blood doping, maybe? any anything, anything yeah. that would improve endurance, classic. And strength, the, the classic yeah. blood, classic doping. blood doping. I mean, it's gotta the, love the it. Same Respect reason. it. Yeah. Um, respect the game. Yeah, yeah, respect the game. Yeah. Yeah. I saw yeah. a curler today, a uh, picture of a guy. I think he was on Team USA and he had like a 70s stash and like long hair. Oh, Hamilton. Uh, yeah, like, it's Matt Hamilton. I, He's from Madison. Yeah, he was he was something else. He was a spectacle. I mean, he well, was he just is, he's He's auctioning. He's been. He's that's his COVID hair, and he's auctioning <laughs> the hair for charity. Ew. Yeah. Or Ew, he's, I don't he's, want your COVID hair, Joe. He's, he's don't. He's donating the hair and raising a bunch of money with it. But yeah, he's a ball back curlers. in the day. You used to yeah. wear a suit to the rink. To <laughs> back in my day. True. Back true. in my day. High heels yeah. and uh, cufflinks. <laughs> what does the world come to how old is curling in the united states i I know it's from scotland Uh, uh, right like originally uh yeah it's it's goes back to the early 1500s but uh oldest club in the united states there's there's controversy it's either milwaukee or detroit there's always some controversy milwaukee is the is the oldest continuously running club Detroit was originally go, founded two years later or two years earlier in 1846. Yeah, but they stopped. But they stopped. They, there was so, there was a break somewhere. Mm, so interesting. Well, then they started. Interesting. Again. Yeah, you're out then. Well, this one <laughs> you're out of the race. Is, uh, right. Yeah, 18, because 1889. Well, you wow. can start something and then like. Be defunct for eighty years and be like, we're. Still I don't the know first. what's our what's our fucking. Well, it's the rate? first. Yeah, we're it's you yeah. know we we started in two thousand six. You know it's two thousand twenty one. Yeah. We took like we seven years I guess, off. I guess what was your question, <laughs> Sal? Was it the longest, the oldest? I just said the oldest. When like how far back yeah. does curling go in the United States? That, when did it, people it, start it, curling? It, in the I United guess States? you're you're having a debate about whether the Detroit club is still the truly the same Detroit club. Well, they were the first. I'm not saying they were the oldest of them, but, but if they were the first, I would go with, that was the answer that I was looking for. I I wasn't trying to make it a competition as far as like who was, I am. Of course, Tom. It's yeah. Yeah. I I appreciate that. I would like to pit. Yeah. I want to pit these people against each other. I can't wait for not just on the ice. Oh not, yeah, not just for, not just. What are you looking forward to in summer? I'm starting a discourse. not talking about curling is the first bocce thing. Ball. <laughs> bocce ball, bocce courts. Uh, what's the lawn bowling? There's a big, uh, big lawn bowling uh, lawn darts up here, up here in Milwaukee. I uh, I, I I do enjoy some bocce. I have a friend who keeps threatening to to make a bocce court in his 
backyard and he has the, room those, for those, the crushed oysters ah see he's italian and he says that's bullshit that's just from a movie that's that oh. whole crush the crushed oyster thing's bullshit oh i remember okay. in college he and he's a landscaper so he oh. he's an italian landscaper so I don't know. Take take his fucking word over mine. Obviously, <laughs> uh, East. I, I'm a Easter weekend, 1999. We played bocce ball. It might be nine. It might might be earlier. Wait, let me write this that. down. We played bocce ball <laughs> Easter weekend in the uh, outside the dorms, the southeast dorms in Madison, outside Celery Hall. Oh, and uh, because it was Easter weekend. We uh, drank an insane amount Friday night to rise from the dead on Sunday <laughs> to celebrate Jesus's death. To celebrate the re- the yeah. roll roll back the, the stone, <laughs> roll back yeah, the stone, roll wow. back the stone. You know, I will give college students, uh, you know, an A plus for creativity of excuses mm-hmm. to drink or just events. A- 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 yeah, yeah, we, yeah, I, yeah, I think I did sleep all Saturday. <laughs> I did this last Saturday. Months, yeah. I slept. Almost the I slept till eleven o'clock or eleven thirty. Damn, which is the is... latest. Yeah, I was very very drunk the night before, and uh, <laughs> it's been a long time since I've been that drunk. But Sunday I got up and I I, I replaced some gas line in my house, so I felt like that made up for it. Oh very wow, ma- that's very like, manly. That's, you know, that's the dad, most manly thing I've heard shit. this week. Just cranking on some iron cast iron pipe, yeah. you know, putting the gas uh-huh. line in. Hell yeah, yeah. yeah. hell yeah, you know. That's right. It's how we do it down here. Some dad stuff. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Not, not this fucking dad. <laughs> well, I ran out of money, so I didn't. I didn't want to. I didn't want to pay for someone else to do it. I. Right. I figured. Yeah. I don't fuck with worth... gas. Yeah. It's everyone yeah, talks about. Everyone easy. talks about your dad's teaching you things. My dad taught me very one very important thing. He goes, "Son, there's there's two things in the house I don't fuck with: electricity and gas." And he said, I can, I can change a light switch, but yeah, beyond that. So, so your dad was a woman is what you're trying to tell us. Is that <laughs> one important no, thing, no. Chris? No, you can't we handle people, doing this. I was just kidding. I'm, I know your dad. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm just, no, I electricity. I don't really, well, I've been, I mean, I can I've, change, you know, I've been banned from my friend who is a commercial electrician from doing any electrical work in my house. Cause he just has to come and fix it then. Um, but gas, gas, eh, it's pretty easy. It's pretty easy to blow. You just gotta shut gas. it off. Nah, you turn just you, you just turn it off, and then you, yeah, just crank it down, and you'll smell it. You'll smell it if there's a leak. <laughs> yeah. It's you know, <laughs> nice, nice. Um, uh, do we have uh, any comics, comics to talk about instead of uh, curling yeah. and and laying Sal's laying pipe? I have well, I have one I want to just mention qu- quickly. Uh, one because mm-hmm. it was uh, Valentine's Day uh, oh, this shit. this past. <laughs> Oops! <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, oh no! DC Comics came out with guys. A, I gotta uh, go. <laughs> yeah, guys. Sorry. I don't know what you've been. Whoops! Sorry. You should really put that in your calendar. Um, <laughs> they came out with Strange Love Adventures. It was a. I think it's a one shot. Uh, <laughs> Very, very throwback to, you know, romance comics. Um, and it, it was like eight different stories. Um, and it was it was kind of fun. I, I was actually surprised that I enjoyed it. 
Um, some of the stories are, you know, like any anthology kind of thing. It's like, eh, some are kind of crap and some are pretty good. But the one that I wanted to, to mention more than anything was uh, the last one, which was, um, well, there was, a, there was a Peacemaker one that was pretty funny. But the last one was a Batman and the Riddler story. And it was written by Ram V, who um, is quickly becoming one of my favorite writers in comics. Uh, but more importantly, it was drawn by one of our uh, our our favorite uh, former past guests, uh, friend of the program, uh, uh, Mr. Phil Hester, with uh, oh. with some inks. Now he didn't ink at all, but Andy Parks did ink part of the book as well. And, so yeah, they're important inks too. Yeah, so and it was really a good story. It was really a beautifully drawn, uh, elegantly written sort of Batman story, uh, and it was a mystery. And he had to be Batman was actually a detective in it, and it was still had to do with with Valentine's Day and love and the Riddler sort of lost loves. Uh, and there's this in the beginning of it, you get probably my favorite scene in the whole book was Batman shows up, the Riddler has left him a message, and it's sort of a cutout. Uh, paper cutout letter and it's uh, four letters G A Q J and then a question mark and the bat and then it's written the whole note like a riddle is written on it but it was just so beautifully sort of illustrated by by Phil I really love that page and that scene particularly and I just thought it, I just like I said it it was a, a a really cute little story and at the same time like a good little Batman story with the riddler and a riddle and a mystery and yet it, it had to do of the book i felt like it was easily the best story in the book nice. both art and and writing ram v's becoming like i said one of my favorite writers well, so andy andy posted about that so that's his, his his that's it right yeah. that's his yeah, last that's, inking uh, if he can wow. help it that's uh, his swan song inking so i think it was a you know it was awesome to him go out inking phil who i mean they right were, I mean that. I mean they were such a a, a duo for so long, uh, and I don't think that Phil, you know, ever looks better than he does when when Andy's inking him. Um, and it know. was just it, it, now that I'm looking, at it, it was actually just the last page. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a ten page story, and and uh, Andy Andy inked just the last page. So I think it was sort of. That's you know, almost the, like like signing the player to a one day contract kind of thing yeah, to let him go tired. out. He, he gets to yeah, finish yeah. out on a Batman story with with Phil writing it, yeah, yeah, or drawing it, and yeah, pr pretty cool. Mm. Uh, Eric Gasper uh, did the inks on pages one through nine. Very good, very very nice job of, of doing it. Uh, but yeah, it was pretty cool to see Andy go out on that on a on a last page on a, on a good story on a really good story. Salute. So <laughs> to you, Mister Mister Andy Parks. No He's more our, inks. Our wasn't he our first creator guest? Was Andy no, our Phil, first? No, Phil, Phil was. Phil uh, was our first episode ten. Phil was our first uh, first creator guest, and Andy was the first like creator of note to leave us like an iTunes review, which was hilarious. <laughs> that is kind of funny. Yeah. Not getting any of those these days, I'll tell you that much. No, yeah, no creators yeah. <laughs> leaving us. Oh, they got no, their own they're podcast. All, they're, they're all doing their, their yeah, and yeah, they're on their own fucking subreddits and all that. Mm -hmm. You know, good, good for them. You know, yeah, make yeah. it make we, it any way you can, kids. We don't need it. Well, 
Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we don't need you, you. Yeah. We I don't need your reviews. <laughs> oh, I want your reviews. Yeah, oh, I don't care yeah. about the interviews anymore. Yeah. Leave reviews, but only, you know, not if you're a creator. I don't care. <laughs> separation of only uh, alan moore i want a a, a very oh, wordy yeah. like nine thousand word re- itunes review from alan moore um, alan moore would... is not listening oh, to podcasts on okay. like a device it's all magic <laughs> just translate did yeah, you see just... did did uh, if you have not seen it uh check out um uh jason latour's i think it was on his instagram or his twitter or both he posted like a I don't know, five panel little comic that he did where it was basically um, him as the host of a uh, Hot Ones uh, ripoff show, but it's with comic book creators. And so he's the host of Hot Ones and oh, Alan wow. Moore was his first guest eating eating hot chicken wings. And uh, that's it's, hilarious. It's pretty hilarious. It's pretty funny. Is he's is is Latour still canceled? I, I don't keep up with things. Was he? Oh yeah, yeah. I thought, oh. yeah. I don't want to get into you know that whole story, but yeah, I think he was caught up in and so oh, maybe stuff, it was so. maybe it wasn't Latour then. Maybe it was someone else. Who's who's? Wait, no. I'm pretty sure it was Jason Latour. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it was yeah. someone else. Yeah. I definitely yeah, don't want to talk about that. Um, have you guys been reading the Miles Morales book from Marvel, the uh, Straight Out of Brooklyn? I have not. Um, There's only I one Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to Ben Parker. Oh. Tom, yeah, tactical um, Tom. will put on his sunglasses. I was over on the on the Hoopla, and uh, for February, I don't know if this is uh, for just Milwaukee or or if it's you know all Hoopla uh, libraries. Like they have a bunch of uh, rentals that won't go against your your cap if you have a cap. Mm. I can only I can only check out. I think it's three or four comics a month on. Boo. Oh, wow. Yeah, I Boo. know. Yeah. I think I got but... a library. Surprise <laughs> your library. Surprise your library has, keeps the power on. Their library is basically one of those little book things at the end of a driveway. <laughs> we have a, we have a delightful library here, but uh, yeah. they're just you can, you can check out as many hoopla books. If you also check out the Bible. <laughs> it's Wisconsin. Gideon. Yeah, but it's got to be a specific yeah. version of Bible. Yeah, New, not, New yeah. Testament. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, the, uh, they have a bunch of downloaded uh, the good comics. news, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you guys. Um, yeah. There's a bunch of books that you can check out now that won't go against <laughs> your, your hoopla total. One of those was uh yes. uh, uh Miles Morales. Get to Miles it already, Chris. Volume 1 straight out of straight out of Brooklyn. Um straight out it of makes Brooklyn. Me, it makes me understand and appreciate which is now why very gentrified. Is Miles. Well, <laughs> it makes me realize and appreciate why there's a new Spider-Man because, you know, this much history, you know, you can't like just de-age Peter Parker. I think they've tried to do that. That was, you know, where the ultimate Spider-Man mm-hmm. came in. And I think part of that character that that we all enjoy is, is <clears throat> the high school Spider-Man of having to to deal with, you know, Aunt May and studying and the girlfriend. And oh, by the way, he was out late at night 
fighting Craven the Hunter, you know, that kind of stuff and balancing the life, uh, you know, superhero uh, mix. And that's, you don't get that in Spider-Man as much anymore, but Miles Morales really kind of recaptures that in the great Ditko and, and Romita Jr. or Romita Sr. Um, Spider-Man era, I guess. So young loser Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, young. Yeah, it's even though <laughs> teen, even though Miles Morales loser. teen loser, but he's not a loser. He's just overworked. All teenagers. Basically. Here's the thing, guys. Yeah. All teenagers are losers. <laughs> it's your brains are even see them all fully. The you, you know. Yeah, I see them all the time <laughs> on the bus. They're all losers. Yeah. But it does it does a nice job of <laughs> it does a nice job of. Definitely setting Miles apart and making him his own character. He's not—he's not just a young, you know, uh, black Latino version of Peter Parker. He's his own character. If that makes any sense. Black Tino? Is he—is that Black Tino? I don't know. I don't. I don't know the proper verbiage for that. No, no. He's a person of color. Yeah, I've never heard that, no. so I'm not going to. No, jump oh, in. that probably—it's probably wrong then. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that's why I asked. That's why I asked the questions. Tom. Yeah, I'm out of the loop. I'm not. I, yeah. Well, what are people saying? <laughs> what are the kids saying these days? I don't know. What are the know. kids saying these days? The uh, no, I, I think no, no. no. I think it makes complete sense. Like, I, the, yeah, they, it gets to a point where it's like Spider Man gets married. Spider Man has children. Spider Man has a 401k. Spider Man is, you yeah, know, wrinkly right. and yeah. It's, it's at some point, how, you know, Aunt May is 900 years old and. And Spider-Man is, you know, facing uh, AARP membership. And so, yeah, I think Spider-Man was a popular character in the beginning. You know, one of the reasons was was because he was a different kind of superhero. Like before Spider-Man, you had adults that were superheroes, essentially. You had, you know, Superman and Batman or, or, and or Captain America. Yeah. Or yeah. sidekicks. You know, yeah. yeah. That's the, the only kids were sidekicks, right? Yeah, and he was, uh, you know, very likable because he was relatable to teens. I mean, you you knew what it was like to go to high school and maybe not be very popular or to get picked on or, you know, to have too much shit going on because you're kind of growing up, but you're kind of still a kid and you don't know what you want to do with the rest of your life. And you're, you know, yeah, we all, all those. You we love all them. have our Flash Thompsons. Yeah, right. We all have our Flash Thompsons, right? And you're in love with a supermodel, but she's in high school, and you got a shot because you <laughs> you're smart. <laughs> yeah, shoot your shot. Shoot your shot, mm-hmm. Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. There are there are some funny moments that I think Tom would giggle at, where uh, you know Miles ends up uh, teaming up <laughs> with it's 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 a funny team up. It's it's him and Rhino and Captain America, and there's yeah. there's a moment where they they're at basically a crime scene. And Captain America, they're trying to analyze something, and he's having trouble figuring out his iPhone because there's too many apps. Then he gets them confused, and so Miles has to kind of like bail him out and use his smartphone. So there's a, there's definitely some making fun of the boomers kind of thing in this in this comic. Well, he's hell. He's the greatest generation. He's not. Yeah, he's way before yeah, boomer. Yeah. You know. Well, we give him a break. Know. Yeah, he was. He was frozen in ice when computers were created. Sure. He was killing Nazis, punk. What were you doing? You weren't even a glint in whoever your father is. I don't even know who's Miles Morales' dad. (laughs) Mr. Morales' eye. Mr. Morales. Mr. Morales. Is there a is there an Aunt May in Miles Morales' life? Is he uh, an aunt no, or a, it's, he's got step- he's got his his parents. 
Um, but okay. he doesn't live with his parents because he goes to school in Brooklyn, and I think they're in Queens or something. So, because in the movie, Queens. like, didn't he have like an uncle was sort of uh, not not an Aunt May, but he had not, it wasn't the uncle that got him in trouble, kind of like or gave him the shoes or I can't remember. It's been a while. I yeah, well, that movie again. It's, yeah, it's in, movie. and in the comic, his uncle ends up being someone of note um, uh, as well. Spoiler alert. Spoiler! That, that was the that was the mildest fucking spoiler ever. <laughs> I was kidding. I was kidding. Asshole. Well, get ready, guys, because I'm going to spoil the <laughs> shit out of uh, Peter David. David's Hulk from the <laughs> nice. nice. Go for it. Ruin it for you. Yeah. Why even like, reading that? Is this like the? Great I don't know. We, we talked about the maestro, <laughs> and I was like, you know, I haven't read those uh, any Peter David hulk in a long time and i don't think i've ever read the whole thing i've only read portions of it so hoopla had the uh first visionaries trade and i was like oh okay i haven't read this in a long time it's been i mean like literally i don't know if i've ever i say i haven't read it in a long time there's kids i've never read that first one <laughs> or there's you know, probably like huge, would... huge chunks that when was when yeah when, when did that come out originally the first um, was that early 90s he, he wrote the hulk for <clears throat> a long time over 100 I mean, issues yeah yeah i think i had the entire run at one point of, of peter david's hulk i mean it must be it must be from it must be earlier than the 90s because x factor like the cyclops i uh like the original mm. x-men x factor mm-hmm. all like, right teams up with them so um oh my God, and, I, and right. I i mean and i read it, i was like oh damn yeah this is really good i was i'm really into it i'm reading the second one now i'm like i'm fully i'm fully in on it it's it, it was kind of fun not to record on a tuesday not to record on a thursday because i didn't really have anything to read that i hadn't already read so i used the opportunity to read some old comics and it, it's really cool because i i had forgotten that mcfarlane worked on that stuff oh yeah yeah at the beginning and it's oh crazy my god that's to read it. right yeah and i'm yeah to and his hulk is awesome like yes it's gray sort of like it's so like um i don't want to say brutal, because i don't he's big like yeah. every, and like the rubble is really rubbly <laughs> like when the hulk like destroys something it's like destroyed like it's just like really violent in a sense of like the destruction's really destructive and the Hulk is really like massive and like angry and you can kind of feel it. And yeah. like to see even in like the first like 10 issues that McFarland drew, like how much better he got in those 10 issues, like where you start to see like, by the time he's getting to the end of his, like, you know, in the, the second visionaries trade to see, he's starting to do some of like the weird layout stuff that he would do mm. where like, you know, like yeah. he would kind of have like, you that know, he would carry over to Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, that he would play around with, right. Where there was one where the Hulk fights X factor and Iceman freezes the Hulk. Right. And like, so he's <laughs> interspersed all these like individual panels of like, the Hulk's eyes closed because he's like frozen in there. And then in one moment you see a panel with like the Hulk's eyes open and it's not a full panel. It's just like this little window mm-hmm. in between like two other story panels. 
and it was like, oh, that's really cool, you know, and kind of seeing like McFarland really kind of like get really awesome at doing that stuff over the course so quickly over the course of these stories, like kind of like um, take that sort of like giant leap in there, but also just like the forward to the first one, you know, like Peter David talks about how like he worked in like the sales department of Marvel and no one wanted to give him uh, an assignment like because <laughs> like every, he got, he got Spider-Man for a little while and everyone got pissed about it. So he got fired off of it and no one wanted to do it, but no one wanted to do the Hulk. Like literally uh, like no one wanted to do it. So he took it and like, um, you know, it's like one of those cases where like, when you read something and you're like, wow, the, the Hulk books in a really strange place where this guy is like starting to write it. Like the Hulk's not inside Bruce Banner anymore. And like, Oh, Rick Jones is the Hulk, and there's the Hulkbusters, <laughs> and it's like, oh my god, what the hell? you know? Like, it's obvious. Like, at some point, they didn't know what to do with the Hulk, and there's like all this yeah. crazy, you know. You could only stuff. have so many. You could only have so many battles out in the desert against, uh, you know, General what's his nuts. You know, it's <laughs> yeah, oh, Thunderbolt, Thunderbolt Ross. Ross. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And to sort of see Peter David and McFarlane sort of like make sense of all that over the course of like, you know, 12 issues of like figuring out like, actually, here's like, here's actual rules for the Hulk, you know, as opposed to sort of like, you know, not knowing what the Hulk is. Yeah. Like, what does he do? You know, like, you know, letting the gray Hulk have a voice and like, incorporating Bruce Banner's like family history that I guess other writers had talked about before, but it had been sort of like picked up and dropped, like incorporating that into it and like finding a way to like make the gray Hulk kind of likable, mm-hmm. even though he's mm-hmm. terrible <laughs> and making Bruce Banner sort of very unlikable and very like, like, mm, I don't know. Like I, <laughs> We don't want to see like, that guy. We want we want the Hulk. We don't really want. Yeah, but being like sort yeah. of like doing it like there's all these stories that they do that could be really super cliche, like you know you know with the the Hulk meets another like gamma based villain who doesn't have any like uh, morals or anything like he's just a serial he's just killing people right and like he's trying to tempt the hulk into being like why do you even mess around with like doing why don't you just like do whatever you want who cares right and the gray hulk is sort of like kind of into it but like in the sort of weird way that peter david sets up that character he never really does anything that bad like he talks a lot about being (laughs) angry and bad but when things really come down to it he actually usually sort of does the right thing. Like, even if it like, he's got to pretend like he's doing it for some other reason. Like there's always like a part of the gray Hulk. That's kind of like, not as bad as his, like his bark is much worse than his bite at times. You know, like there's a story where he like encounters a kid who's like been abused and the Hulk just like, is the gray Hulk who talks this big game about not caring about anything like warms up to the kid and like saves the kid because of his own family history of abuse and stuff like that. That could be really like, eh, I don't know, like kind of cliche. They find a way to make it work. And like, you get attached to this character that maybe you shouldn't really be attached to. Right. And then when Bruce Banner shows up, you're like, ah, oh, get this guy. 
this, get this guy out of here. This nerd out of here. Nerd who's like, <laughs> you know, so desperate. He des- so desperately loves the Hulk, even though he wants to get rid of the Hulk. He is always willing to turn into the Hulk anytime, you know, it's needed. Like, oh, I'll, can't you know, fix like, his own I'll, problems. Can't, can't, can't do fix anything his for own himself. problems. Right. And so <clears throat> having not read those, I, I was like, oh, yeah, this is really. It's really cool, really good to and really interesting to read and like uh, the mechanics of like not fixing the Hulk, but sort of being like, okay, let's blow up Gamma Base, get rid of all the Hulk Busters. Like, how do we like? What is, the fuck does Rick Jones do? Like the ultimate question <laughs> of all time. Still trying to figure out. Still trying to figure everything. Yeah, right. And like it's like he ended the he ended the the Kree Skull War. I mean, this, we wouldn't yeah, be here without him. Yeah, now he is riding in a fucking RV with some <laughs> shield guy like across the country. You know, like it, I think he makes a joke about that at some point because it's like Rick Jones, former Captain America sidekick, former Captain Marvel side. You know, like just like yeah. Yeah. we do oh, with this everyone. guy. Yeah, that was a He's period of, like. So it was, I looked it up. It was 87 when he started with the Hulk. And then he said 12 years. And that was sort of a period of time. I was, go, I was a teen, you know, from 16 and then to 28 or whatever. And, and it, you know, that was a period of time where I was like kind of falling away from comics a bit. I was, mm-hmm. I was you know, I was like, mm-hmm. eh, should I be reading comics? I don't know. Uh, that kind of thing. But I stuck with, like, there was two, uh, there was like two or three books that I, that I kept reading and it was the Hulk, Peter David's Hulk. And it was daredevil yeah. and captain America. Those three books I just kept buying and reading. And I kept, and, and like I said, I think I had the entire Peter David run because I couldn't stop buying it. It was so good. And I just, I, I was like, wow, I, I loved what he was doing with that character. And he just kept coming up with weird story ideas and different things and taking the Hulk in different areas. And yeah, I'm going to have to go back and, uh, yeah, and read yeah. that stuff. That was it's that awesome. Was, yeah. yeah, it's like what do you guys you know you guys prefer? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was Go just ahead, gonna Tom. say it's just I love the. It's always fun to read those visionaries, right? Of like, I don't know. There's something. It's great to read those and be like, oh yeah, this is really good. Like, <laughs> like I get it. Yeah, like I yeah. totally understand why. Oh, it's this it's has, I, like, yeah, I love the, the format. Time. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, kind of like, it's a, like it, oh. here's here's a here's the greatest hits from the from the Marvel catalog. Yeah. It's a it's just a, like, a story from an era, and you know you know it's important and it's going to be good. The John Byrne FF visionaries are awesome. And there's one there's this one issue where uh, McFarland doesn't in the first uh, first one where he doesn't, but John Ridgway who does Constantine later mm-hmm. does like one single story. Which is amazing. Like the art is fantastic in it. It's just really like, you know, I don't know. I feel like the Hulk is a topic that comes up a lot because they're always like, what is, what is the Hulk? What's the (laughs) definitive Hulk? Like what, what are the rules? You know, (laughs) who knows what the real, you know, and like, it's just interesting to see, you know, probably I guess what would be the closest to kind of if the TV show didn't exist. Definitive Hulk, right? Like the Marvel oh, movies, yeah. yeah like uh, maybe that, but yeah. yeah. So go ahead, ask me your Hulk question that you're gonna. Oh, do do you prefer do you prefer Smart Hulk or Savage Hulk? Hold on, Tom. Before you before you answer that question, I have to say something. 
You know, guys, uh, if there's one thing I know after all these years, if there's one thing I've realized all these years of doing this podcast, it's that we're not experts. And that's why it's a good thing that this episode is brought to you by Experts Exchange, nice. the original technology community. Yeah, we barely remembered the names of people. This is true. If you're in <laughs> IT, listen up. This might literally be the answer to all of your problems. Uh, I know I'm not the only one who's been stuck on a problem at work. We've all been there, and we all do the same thing when it happens. We go to Google, we search online, we scour Reddit or some other message board, and maybe we find some random dude on a random forum who posted an answer to our questions 10 years ago. And we just have to trust that he's right. Uh, if you trust the wrong person, you could be putting your organization and yourself at risk. I mean, this guy could be a complete psycho. You never know. <clears throat> what if I told you you didn't have to trust some random some random psycho. Yeah, there's lots of psychos. There's literally serial killers probably on Reddit. But what if I told you you didn't have to trust them? What if there was a group of people you knew you could trust? That's Experts Exchange, or EE, as I like to call them. Experts Exchange is a community of thousands of tech professionals who have been helping each other solve problems for 25 years. Their members are highly accomplished with titles like Microsoft MVP, Oracle ACE, Boom. or other titles Boom. that I don't know what they mean. Yeah. But not one of them, not one of them, not one of them is a serial killer. Not one, well, <laughs> as far as we know, none of them are serial killers. This is true. You don't have to be an expert to be on EE, but you just have to be willing to help. Uh, no one can be an expert in everything. That's why you need to surround yourself with people you can trust and not complete psychos. Right now, listeners to this podcast can join EE completely free for seven days. Just go to e-e.com to get started. That's e-e.com and let them know that Around Comics sent you because we don't know what we're talking about. So there you go. Go ahead and answer. Now, Tom, go ahead and answer that question. Well, no, I, I, no, I want to know a little bit more of this because I am the guy yeah. that is at work trying to figure <clears throat> out what the fuck figure. is going wrong with this printer or blah, blah, blah. So based with this- Someone's hacked the printer. <laughs> so so you, this is, this is a, a reliable place to ask tech questions, right? Yeah, that's the whole thing. It's it's a community okay. of experts that that you can go to, and if you're a member, you can you can uh, ask all sorts of experts questions on, on and, your and IT respond. and tech questions it, and like respond. Yeah, could, yeah. If you could yeah. email Modoc, <laughs> you yeah. If you could just Brainiac Modoc, they're kind of they're kind of psychos though. That kind of goes against yeah. maybe Reed Richards. Yeah. Reed Richards might maybe. be on there, Mister Fantastic. Well, Miss uh, Modoc respects the integrity of IT. That's true. <laughs> Anything. Beyond crime. Any, beyond all other things, respect the integrity of the IT help desk. Modoc respects network integrity, for sure. Yeah, like the, yeah. Oh, oh, very oh, oh. you have to. Very important. <laughs> if you don't respect that, it's chaos. What uh, who do you think is more, more of a, net, a technology expert, Modoc or, or Brainiac? Um, Modoc. Wow. What's which terrestrial brainiac? origin? Which <laughs> brainiac? Uh, that's true. There are m multiple brainiacs. Yeah. Uh, I, we're talking about Earth technology. So, oh, this is true. That's true. Go. Brainiac. Yeah. Modoc is never printed anything. <laughs> he's never used a, he's never a had main the go to, he's not once been to Lexmark's Lexmark's website trying to download <laughs> outdated <Yeah>. drivers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Modoc's updated a driver in his time. For sure. 
for yeah, sure. Brainiac, no. No. <laughs> he probably has to update all the time with the, you know, that giant oh, yeah. head. I mean, his body's little yeah, tiny no. arms. What if he gets a glitch, yeah. like some sort of glitch in his arm, you know, software, all of a sudden he's just slapping his own giant head and, you know, that's not, you can't download arm driver. Yeah. What the hell driver. did you just see old doc? Old, what was that? that? We were just talking about old man, Logan, old doc. It old was a, uh, it was a uh, yeah. wastelanders. Wasn't it? Okay. Was it or, yeah. Maestro? No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, yeah, Maestro. it was Maestro. It was Maestro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Going back to Hulk, back to, so gets us back so to you're Hulk. saying Smart Hulk or Rampaging Hulk? Hmm. Uh, Is that I the think, only and, two and, you know, choices? They, no, because I mean that's largely because of Peter David. They've had Smart <clears> Hulk, <throat> and then what, Mister Fix It, and, and then there's the 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 Beast, but the you know the the kind of evil Hulk, and then there's just the Beast. You know. Evil. It's, you know, I, you know, yeah. So what, what like phase of that character do you appreciate? Hmm. It's a tough question. I think it depends. Like, I don't know if you can stay in anyone forever. You know, you know what I mean? Like, I right? think that is yeah. part of the Hulk is like, now it's part of the Hulk. It's like that, uh, the nature of him kind of shifts and changes because it's like Peter David, you know, gets a hold of the gray skin Hulk. Mm -hmm. And like, it's good that he can talk because that's a big part of the story. <laughs> is yeah, like, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. The Hulk, you know, can communicate like he's got his own, you know, like he wears a fedora. Agenda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's got his own agenda. Sense. Yeah. And like, uh, you know, whereas the rampaging Hulk, you know, is cool to see with other characters sometimes, but I don't know how sustainable it always is. And then it's like, more of a Bruce Banner run. book, right? Like when it's, yeah. when it's that character, unless it's World War Hulk, which was sort yeah. of an ingenious, you know, mm, let's just yeah. put the Hulk somewhere where. Well, no, you know, but he wasn't rampaging Hulk then. He he was intelligent, but it was that different it was the different personality it wasn't banner it was the hulk's personality not banner banner's mind right hulk, right yeah that was after well, I mean, well, that I was that was the hulk out of uh, uh world war hulk right well Planet i hulk. guess you could say or yeah i guess war, you could yeah. say like you know maybe one of the legacies of uh peter david was sort of showing the um the value of letting the hulk shift and change and like you could make the Hulk kind of be, you know, what you wanted it to be. Like he can be as smart as you want. He can be as dumb as you need for the story to operate, or as vicious. That's you know, and like that's what Stan planned from the beginning. When I wrote oh, the yeah, Hulk, totally, yeah, totally, yeah. <laughs> I knew yeah, you could. Like, do I don't anything. know. Terms, I mean, like the the amount of time spent being like, uh, why did was the Hulk? Uh, why did he turn into the Hulk at night? originally yeah. and it's like yeah why i don't know yeah. you know like it's yeah. why was he gray you know, like, for three three issues and then green? yeah like i don't know i guess we're just trying we to figure couldn't it out print green <laughs> yeah, exactly. that was it that but, was uh, why it was gray the printer yeah. couldn't didn't have the the they yeah. couldn't the print ink? the green so they printed oh, them gray always. yeah that's that it was a printer error so i'm gonna keep going with Hilarious. the visionaries i'm just gonna read the whole thing nice. all all of them Nice. Yeah, I think so. Pretty I, good. There's a good Wolverine one in the second Visionaries where he fights Wolverine in mm, Texas. That late, yeah, that's, late that's, the, that's the great uh, cover with the um, uh, 
mm-hmm. Wolverine's reflection or mm-hmm. Hulk's Hulk's reflection in Wolverine's claws. Great that, covers, right? Just great covers overall in that oh, run yeah. of just like these really fun, like they remind me a little bit of like um, my favorite Flash covers when Carmen Infantino used to get a little crazy with like the flash spelled out in letters and like the, mm. the rogues are all draped mm. over it, you know, when they would get kind of a little crazy with like the logo treatment and like bust out of sort of the traditional, like this is how a comic book is laid out with the title on top and blah, blah, you know, like yeah. definitely sort of bending those rules. Speaking of flash, there was a, there was a pretty good funny little flash story in that romance that strange romance uh, mm-hmm. or strange love adventures. There was mm-hmm. Barry is racing home to Iris and he's like, Oh, I'm finally going to be on time for Valentine's day with Iris. And he like busts in the door and there's gorilla God and he, and gorilla God's holding Iris and he's like smack, you know, he punches gorilla God in the face and it, it turns out God wasn't there uh, to hurt her. He was there for advice because he was in love with a, with another gorilla uh, and and uh, and That's wanted awesome. Iris to help him, so they end up helping Gorilla Grodd go on a date and stuff. Yeah, it was pretty funny. It was pretty pretty cute. I want more comics. Love it. Now I'm gonna have to. Now I'm gonna have to read that. Yeah. I mean, I always like <laughs> that joke and the, the the fraction and Lieber uh, Jimmy Olsen where they Jimmy gets married when he goes to. He gets drunk on Gorilla Champagne in Gorilla City. <laughs> and he's like, and he makes somebody he's like, yeah, I go to Gorilla City all the time. <laughs> Why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't you? Yeah. It's crazy. The champagne's wild. I love that so they wrote that like Jimmy Jimmy Olsen is the most interesting man in the world. You know, in, yes. in a way, like it's it, and he would be like he would be so invo- like he's so uh, you know normal of a character as far as like he has no powers, he has, but he's involved with everything. He's involved with everything with these strange you know super powered characters and everything. It's like yeah, he would have an incredibly interesting life. That's the Rick uh, Jones that Marvel needs to write. Yeah, right. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> Rick. It's just like cool talking. Hey, I'm I'm young Rick Jones. I'm James Dean. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. flick yeah, my exactly. hair and smoke a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, wait, who are you? Are you the idiot who drove his jeep into the desert during a bomb? Des-? You know, like that's hey, always man. The I was searching for peyote, dude. <laughs> what do you want? Yeah. yeah, that was his first appearance, right? Hulk one. Yeah, uh, I mean yeah. it's it's it is funny to watch them try and like make sense of Rick Jones. A little bit where it's like, oh, I guess we're, Rick Jones at the start of this run is the Hulk. He's the <laughs> Green Hulk for like an issue or two. I don't know. I guess we'll figure this out. You know, <laughs> somebody left him with that. In, Someone you know, left him like, with that. Uh, he does go. say in the foreword that he was told that's where it would be left off. So it wasn't like <laughs> okay. a total. They yeah, warned him. Like they were, we're, we're, they were we're, like, we're at least going to show you the bus that you're under. They're like, <laughs> Rick Jones, is, they were like, you could do whatever you want. You can. <laughs> Rick Jones is the Green Hulk. You can do the Gray Hulk, uh, whatever. There's the Hulk Busters. Just don't you know? Never totally make sense, but uh, yeah. So I still remember I the run, the run during that, and I don't remember if it was McFarlane or not on the art, but it with the leader, 
Mm-hmm. And I think it was McFarlane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I remember He's that. He's got like a big fubant. Like, yeah. yeah. And it's handlebar. So huge. Yeah. I mean, Mc, McFarlane does such like a cool job of just making like the really grotesque it's, stuff. Like, really. Yeah. Is that like the whole sort of grotesque, you know? Like, yeah. that's the book that kind of made him. I mean, it's. I, th- always I think, think it was that Wolverine Mark- Hulk issue that was a huge that cover with the with the Wolverine yeah. or with the Hulk coming in the Wolverine's claws. I, still know, like a- I know when he went <clears throat> to Spider-Man, that was a huge deal. And it's like it was a rocket after that. I, it was yeah. this Hulk run that kind of set that up, right? I think so. Yeah, I don't remember. I, I it, it, That's what it it seems like in my memory that yeah, yeah. he was on the hulk and that kind of made him and the, the spider-man thing was gigantic but that's because it was like this big deal that he was going to spider-man and yeah. he had already become he was always my favorite of those image guys i you know personally yeah. i i liked his stuff the the most mm-hmm. and and uh but also he, seeing him you know like <clears throat> he had done infinity inc before that which was such a different yeah book style like Hulk. yeah where it's yeah. very clean yeah you know, like these are very like classic earth two-ish characters even though it wasn't earth two anymore at the time but like very like clean oh that was like, coming right did, out of crisis right yeah and he would have i mean he did like some really wild layout stuff in that that was very like oh what is this you know and like to go from you know doing a lot of that stuff to doing the hulk where everything's really grotesque and the Hulk's like really ugly, you know, like <laughs> and the leader is like really ugly. Like deformed. The, like he's like, yeah, yeah he's deformed. I mean, that was one of the things that I think, you know, the idea that gamma radiation is not a good thing. Like whatever powers or abilities it gives you, like it's also it's it's mutating you and and not in a positive, you know, this isn't this is yeah something like a cancer almost like that's what it kind of looked like some of the, some of the effects that he especially like like i said with the with the leader he just his brain was a deformation it wasn't you know like big head it was like <laughs> it, was it was a growth it was a growth yeah. you know like it was you know yeah but yeah, that yeah was, i hate, I, the, that I hate that we probably won't see the leader in the mcu because they they made that character in that last hulk movie but i don't think we'll well think you never we'll know see that carried on yeah. may mcfarlane was awesome he oh, was yeah, drawing comics you know probably could still, still be is. wanted to draw comics he ever does but, it. Uh, yeah he likes he making it. he likes making toys and okay. yeah yeah he made That's a lot like, of money i'm like oh, feel, man. Man, i wonder if he'll ever just release something it's like oh yeah yeah i've been working on this you know 400 page graphic novel for the last 20 years <laughs> i think he's a little busy we're running businesses and he doesn't seem like that type that he's been making some like magnum opus on the side he hasn't like, been doing monster yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i think he like he he's done his superhero his superhero thing but yeah i mean i'm i'm always like oh yeah that's right he's really good and like this stuff looks awesome. Yeah, it. it uh, he was definitely the the you know like of any of those image guys. I liked Larson stuff, but yeah, you know. And I was, I, like I mean, what's that? I like Protasio. Yeah, he was good too. Yeah. Yeah. But 
McFarland was just something about his stuff Ooh. that was just so nah, uh, visceral. I may have been a Sylvestri guy. Sylvester was cool too, but uh, yeah. there was something about his style that, like, it was it was like Jim. It was a little too Jim Lee ish. I like in, Jim Lee. <laughs> I like Jim Lee too. I I, I like all the guy, all of them. Yeah. But I the like, nice thing about McFarland was he's always I always liked that he was able to sort of like adapt a little bit to the type of thing he was doing. Yeah, you know, like the Hulk had like a little different flair to it than like Spider Man did. And I like, think his stuff had more character than, yeah, than you know, like Jim Lee is. Always, we've talked about it. You know, amazing draftsman, Wells <laughs> Portasio, Silvestri. Those guys yeah. can draw Dark the shit and, out of stuff yeah. and make it look really fucking cool. But McFarland <laughs> made it look really cool, but it also had something else to it. Like it had a character, it had its own sort of like. You know, I, I feel like if you took those four guys and you 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 grabbed a you know a page of their comics, the three of them, to an untrained eye, may have a hard time distinguishing, mm-hmm. all, you know, those three from each other. Mm-hmm. Whereas yeah. McFarland's going to stand out on its own. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was he was a star for a reason. It's, yeah, he had a those. he had a real flair. Yeah, so you know, like he's got a flair for storytelling as well that I think maybe some of those guys don't always have like those little, you know, like I said, like McFarland's, you know, whether that's Mc, you know, obviously the artist, the artist is the major storyteller. Right. And like those little touches of like, Hey, like here's how telling the story through like the Hulk's eyes. Right. And you go through all these issues, you go through all these pages where you're like, Oh, I wonder why that's there. You know, like you talked about some of the way of being like, He's asleep, right? And like McFarlane always kind of had some of that stuff going on. Where like it was just like a little not always this the what you would expect storytelling yeah. wise. Well, well, graphically, he made big changes to to the way that that you know people made comics. He would break yeah. out of panel borders. He had different you know asymmetrical page layouts with mm-hmm. panels. Yeah. You know the black borders. I mean that's. I mean, that's McFarlane, right? Um, they weren't, nobody was really doing black borders. And so you can you know, tell a McFarlane book from the side because all the pages are black. Um, <laughs> if, right? <laughs> so, well, guys, you know, we've he, established it. Todd McFarlane was, it was, is awesome, but was especially <laughs> awesome at drawing comic books. <laughs> yes, he was. He was. He yeah, was, he was we've, he we, we've made it clear now. If anyone had a question, whether or not Todd McFarlane was awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's we, crazy to think about, like, you know, like someone who's that good at something and then goes off and does, you know, like, right? Also, wildly successful. Yeah. Well, he was if probably, probably the, la- he was the other probably, thing. If I he could was probably make... the last image guy that was ever really n- newsworthy because of the fucking baseball right. collection yeah, right? that That's he was crazy. putting together. Yeah. If I could draw millions of dollars on fucking baseballs, one drawing as awesome as a Todd McFarlane drawing, I'd be like, that's all I would do the rest of my life. You know what I mean? Like, if it's like if I just did that once, I would constantly be trying to get back to that level of awesomeness. And it's he just is like, eh, I've done that. All right, I'm I'm good. I'm gonna do other. I'm gonna go run a toy company. 
What the fuck? More power to them. Yeah, like oh, they made so much money. There's something admirable about about that too, of being like, I'm gonna do this now. I already did that. Maybe I. And he makes more. He made fucking awesome toys. Yeah, he changed the toy game. Like, look at toys. Look at toys before fucking McFarland toys and and action figures and that kind of shit. What he fucking did to action figures. He did that. You know what I mean? So it's like, you don't even talk about that. Oh, the sports shit. The sports stuff. I mean, oh, it's there yeah, didn't it's, exist it's, action yeah. figures for for fucking athletes like that stuff didn't even exist before he started doing it. Now it's so common. Like, yeah, I don't even think, you yeah. know, you didn't even think about it. Yeah. Eric Larson is who you would be because Larson, those guys made so much money. None of them had to work again. And Larson just keeps putting out. <laughs> Savage he, loves Dragon. Yeah. he loves he loves just making comics. He will never stop putting that book out. Ever. No, no, because he can afford to. I don't know how well it sells or not. I the fucking thing that's crazy to sell anything. He, he Spawn, just, Spawn still fucking sells like crazy. That's yeah, you know what I mean. Crazy. Like that, it's yeah. crazy. Spawn, like the Spawn Gunslinger book that's been out. That's mm-hmm. like the number one fucking book for the last three or four months. I think it's insane. He's not I even mean, there, on it. There, there are people. Yeah. There are people out there that have complete runs of Spawn. I, yeah, I mean, they live. Yeah. They walk yeah. among us. They are out there. <laughs> they walk among yeah. us. <laughs> Much respect to Todd McFarlane. Yeah, wish I was as yeah. talented at uh, one thing. Right, at one at one uh, thing, yeah. as, as he is at multiple, thing. multiple, <laughs> multiple things. things. But yeah. yeah, so that was my weekend. I also. Uh, I read a lot of Hulk and watched a lot of Boba Fett with my son. Boba Fett. Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. Are we talking Boba Fett? Should I get my helmet on? If we're going to talk Boba yeah. Fett. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on that. Very uh, you, guys, you guys talk Boba Fett. I'll. I'll... Um, it. Uh, um, uh, I like all the stuff in that show that wasn't Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs> I. You know. I. I, I love the Mandalorian uh, episodes. There he is. I, I don't was, know if I can I hear guess, you. My, uh, my, oh god, my viewpoint is colored by the fact that my son loved it. Oh, okay, yeah, well, good, it did its job then. Great, yeah, he was, he, in, well, I guess, is it spoilers? Uh, spoiler warning, I'm going to say some stuff that if you haven't finished watching it, like, just stop listening to this episode. You already heard the sponsor, whatever, yeah, Um, we're we're like three minutes out anyway. Yeah, we're three minutes out anyway. When the Rancor don't have to be. comes comes out of the uh, when he rides the Rancor, and my son like got up and like yelled. He thought that was so like rad, and I was like, for Robert Rodriguez and all of his Robert Rodriguez ness, which was all <laughs> over it all the time. There was still like moments where I was like, yeah, it's pretty cool, or like you know, like. Uh, my, my son was just, he was very into it. So if that was all they were aiming for, they achieved, like, uh, my son being so hyped after the last episode that, like, he couldn't go to bed. Cool. Yeah. The yeah. Rancor, so did, the rancor was job. pretty awesome. Yeah, he was like, oh, my God. Or the uh, when the uh, Karen Stan, I'm hope, I think I pronounced that wrong, Shows up oh, after you see him yeah. get swarmed by all the bad guys, and my son also Kirsten. thought that was like Kristan. Yeah, Kristan yeah. 
was like he thought that was also incredibly rad. He also loved the scene in the previous episode when the woman who runs the sanctuary offers to pay for all his drinks if he doesn't hurt the guy, but so he just rips the guy's arm off and pays for his drinks. <laughs> that was a nice was a nice moment that I laughed pretty hard at. But yeah. Yeah. They have moments. Enjoyable. It yeah. had it had its it had stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, um, we want to talk about any of the, the plethora of trailers that came out. I mean, we could do a whole episode on those. <laughs> You're not Boba Fett. No, but I... Or is you? Or am I? He's, you're the town sheriff. Um, I'm also not 70. No. <laughs> I mean, reinforce... You're in way better if shape. Anything, if anything, the book of Boba Fett just... Oh, constantly... I enjoy that Like the Favreau Star Wars universe is solely about being about how wrong the Jedi were constantly. <laughs> Isn't that sort about, of all like, about the new Star Wars? Yeah. Like, yeah. I think that's all Star Wars is actually about. At this point. Like, hey, guys, you might actually want to form attachments with people. Because that seems to be the only thing that um, leads to anything good happening. It's interesting to look at it. You know, I mean, if you look at the original movies, you know, the original trilogy and Lucas's, you know, stories... I mean, while Luke is trying to become a Jedi and he, you know, and, and yeah. we sort of enjoy the, you know, progress of that. I don't know if Lucas ever really like, you know, meant for it to be necessarily one way or the other. Like he, I don't know that he was necessarily saying, well, this is how, you know, they're, they're uh, right or wrong. It just, this is what the Jedi were. I mean, he was just basing them on samurai, so, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think, like, I mean, in a sense, all Star Wars is about is, like, you know, it's it's always, you know, when it's at its best, it's focused in on a ragtag group of whatever you might be <coughs> in whatever mm-hmm. story. And, like, the fact that your friendship and what you mean to each other will trump you know, whatever like bad thing is happening as long as you like stick with other people. And, you know, the, the weirdness of like um, people becoming obsessed with the idea of Jedi and like that sort of like tension that always exists within star Wars of being like, Mm -hmm. you know, though I do have to say in the book of Boba Fett, just fucking hire someone to play Luke Skywalker. Stop with the, the I thought it fucking, looked good. I don't know. It I mean, looked good. It's the voice because it's the AI voice. Oh, yeah. Right, they took right. a bunch of Mark Hamill recordings from the time yeah, no, and just to generate them together. the voice. Just have someone say it because it sounds isn't Sebastian like a computer Stan, voice. Isn't Sebastian Stan playing Luke in something? No, no. They yeah. just that was like a fan. It's a fan casting yeah. thing. But just oh. have like a real person say it. You know what? It, that's the part that I'm like. This just doesn't I, sound like a or, person. Or here's, I did. Here's, I did think. Here's the same another thing. idea. Maybe we can move on from those characters. <laughs> or just, you, you just right? Hire others. You could. It, no, I think it would make sense to just like just hire a guy that's kind of looks like him, and maybe kind of sounds like him. But that's just a good actor, and and just let him just be his own. Be Luke. Let him like act. Just, 
Yeah, let them act. Yeah, yeah. As opposed Instead to like forcing like, it into so that you have these moments where fans go, "Oh, cool, it's Luke." Like you haven't that, had enough of fucking Luke. Like either we that or we go, we go Ed Wood style, and he just brings back the original actor. Put your deep there. fake, your well, deep fake that. Luke Skywalker <laughs> is getting outacted by like the fucking puppet. That's real. I don't know, right? I'm getting a little tired of seeing that puppet waddle around, though. It's so fucking dumb looking. Yeah. Like I was yeah. honestly disappointed. It's, it's kind of hilarious. I was honestly disappointed that they brought the fucking puppet Yoda baby Yoda back. I was just like, oh, You're really? Like, oh, I kind of wanted the Mandalorian with, well, without this fucking baby to carry around all the time. I mean, it, I get it. Everybody loves baby Yoda and, you know, the, he's fucking adorable. But it's like, ugh, well, fucking anchor. I know what it's. I know what it is. I, I, you know, but yeah, just like stop already. I think Chris is frozen on Lone Wolf and Club. Um, just you know, condense that part oh. down. <laughs> yeah, to, uh, yeah. Either let him grow up yeah. and actually, you know, walk around. Although even, you know, like in the in the in the prequels and stuff, when you saw Yoda jumping around like a flea, it was just weird looking. Mm-hmm. It's just odd, and yeah. and it's yeah. This character is not meant to interact in a full scale way with human beings and other actors. Like it's just never going to quite yeah. work. It, it, you know, if you're going to do it, then do it. Yeah. Do, I think at that point you need to do CGI yeah. because it it's, looks it's, so it's, weird to yeah. see, you know, the fucking like yeah. waddle, yeah. Waddle, yeah. Waddle, yeah. waddle. It's like, it's oh, like the baby. It's going to be 45 it's minutes the, for this thing to walk into the scene. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now everybody's gonna hate me for for uh, no I no I agree it. it's yeah it's yeah it's obviously tasteful use yeah it's a muppet tasteful it's muppet <laughs> it is and and like I said I, I think it worked I I just was sort of hoping that season two of Mandalorian wasn't going to be more of him mm-hmm. like season two or season three uh I don't know three man maybe three, three. seasons yeah. Yeah. I'm actually looking oh, more forward to the to the what rogue rogue squadron or rogue is squadron is it rogue squadron know. is that the name of it uh, that looks cool I mean my son uh, was so pumped that Cad Bane showed up in the book of Boba Fett but he, he didn't I, he didn't know that's anything. cool my son didn't know what like was like he doesn't he's not on Twitter so he doesn't get spoiled by anything like he's just watching it so like he's like genuinely surprised by like he also did he doesn't like look up what's happening what was, right. was he was he familiar with that character wait you're yeah I mean, he watched clone wars he watched clone okay. wars clone wars and rebels right your son yeah. your son isn't into fan theories tom what kind of fan is he i mean <laughs> I know he's just enjoying the thing. He's like then, enjoying like, it with a child, his life. the innocence of a child. He's not watching yeah, YouTube videos, uh, no, trying no, to no. solve the mysteries of a movie that's coming out in three years. No, he's just like he's like, oh my god, <laughs> Cad Bane's in it. You know, like Fake genuine, fan. genuine, like eight-year-old shock of like, oh, hey, I didn't think that was gonna happen. Like. I had that yeah. kind of shock whenever whenever he he rolled onto uh, onto scene right. against Timothy Olyphant. I was like, "That's fucking cool." <laughs> I didn't know who he was. Yeah, I didn't even know oh, who he was, yeah. but I thought he was yeah. cool. I'm like, "Oh, that's a cool character." He I didn't cool know. Character. Yeah, my son informed yeah. me that he was 
an existing character. I thought he was brand new for the show. I had no idea. Yeah. I'm like, cool. That's a that's a cool yeah. cowboy gunslinger kind of. He was yeah. in. Boy. He ended up in Bad Batch. He was hunting. Yeah, I think he hunted. He was hunting the Bad Batch for uh, for an arc. Always hunting. I like his clones. teeth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, neat character. Uh, yeah. Why is he wearing uh, a hat? Why? Oh, I don't understand why he's wearing a cowboy he's hat. A bounty hunter. He's a bounty hunter. The, the, bounty hunter. He's the only bounty hunter that wears a cowboy hat. That doesn't make any sense. Universe. It's it's a western. <laughs> All right. Um, you can hear us. You can hear us debate more uh, TV and movie talk uh, if you are a patron. Uh, we do this thing called ACTV, where uh, once a week, except on the Super Bowl week, uh, Sal and I sit down and talk about TV, movies, some video games, things on screens. That's what we should have called it instead of ACTV. Things should've on screens? Th- th- things on screens. That could be in the next one. Things on screens. Things on screens. Uh, so, yeah, we do that. Uh, we also That'd be a good horror the, movie uh, podcast name. Oh, Things on Screens? Yeah. Screen time, <laughs> unlimited screen time. Things and screams, screens, yeah. screams. Uh, so uh, check out uh, our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash around comics. And you will uh, get uh, ad free versions oh. of around comics on Patreon. So for being a oh, patron. so oh, so they, they wouldn't know about that great internet service. They won't. If you're listening to this on Patreon, oh. you won't know about that. Well, there you go. Okay, if you yeah, listen to that if you hate ads. Uh, yeah, the, Tom got some Tom verses. We've got uh, K Billy Super Sounds. We're doing uh, Kill Bill Volume Two in two weeks, so we have two oh, weeks God. to watch that and write down our thoughts on it. So yeah, um, that's all, right. all I got, you guys. I'll uh, I'm gonna be on a few podcasts coming up here. Uh-oh. I don't know. Uh, when exactly but i'm i'm mm-hmm. going to be on um a couple of different podcasts rogan <laughs> yeah i'm going on joe rogan to talk uh, about covid uh, uh mark uh, maron yeah, yeah. Uh, oh yeah mark maron yeah okay. for sure uh yeah. what else uh, uh what other podcast uh no I, I i'll i'll let people know when i when i'm I, I, but sooner or later i'll, I'll welcome be to night vale yeah, my favorite murder. The, the gals are going to have me on. We're going to drink some wine, some Chardonnay, and <laughs> talk true crime. Chardonnay and murder. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, one is, a, I think, a new podcast. Uh, someone yeah. asked me to be a guest on, and uh, it's... Um, I don't even know what it's called, but it's basically... Uh, I have to watch a, the first episode... And the last episode of a canceled TV show. Oh, and then yeah. uh, and then talk about it. So I, I yeah, I have to do that. Uh, Start with I'll... Seinfeld. No, a canceled show, not a not a not a show that's ended after thirty seven years. A, can- oh, a show that was canceled. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, and and they gave me a list to pick from, so I got to pick. Okay. So Which, it's not it's not concluded shows. What's like the first episode, the last episode? Yeah, no. It's, it, I think the basic you know. idea is like going back and revisiting shows that never finished, and then seeing mm. if they were maybe unduly canceled, and, oh, okay. and talking. But I'm only ta- I'm only talking about the first episode. I'm only watching mm-hmm. the first episode and the last episode, not all the episodes in between. Well, what are you watching? 
Uh, I don't want to say. I don't want to say yet. <laughs> I'll tell you after. I'll tell you. I'll tell you when it's okay. closer. I don't even know when it's coming out, so it could be six months from now. So I don't want to. Okay. All right. Yeah, gotcha. Don't get people okay. too excited. All right. Yeah. All right. And then I'll be on uh, something else that you're familiar with uh, sometime soon. You're doing uh, iFanboy? <laughs> no. no. Oh, okay. Nice. I'm, uh, okay. 11 o'clock comics asked me to sit in on the fourth chair. No, I'm uh, kidding. Nah. <laughs> that would be funny, though. Well, <laughs> that would be... I'd do, it just, I'd do it just to... Oh, I know. Just for the joke. Just for the joke. Yep. No. All right. Well, um, uh, anyway, uh, thank you for uh, watching this here uh, pre-recorded live stream, if anything uh, does exist like that. Uh, we will be back next Thursday, back in our regular schedule. In the meantime. In between time. We'll be everywhere in. Hand around, around comics. comics. Yeah.